Welcome to Life Off Screen with Dan and Peggy Rupel. Thank you for joining us. If you're enjoying this podcast, do us a favor and subscribe to the show and give us a rating. Life Off Screen is produced by Master Media International. And to find out more about Master Media or the Life Off Screen podcast, visit us at lifeoffscreen.com. And now here's Dan and Peggy. Happy New Year! Happy New Year! And uh, we hope that you had a wonderful, merry, merry Christmas. Mm-hmm. Today, we're going to bring back three couples, past shows, and we know that you're going to love what they have to say because they're going to reflect on 2020 and also their hopes for 2021. Mm-hmm. Uh, with us today are actors and singers, Amy and Cassie Byram, mm-hmm. uh, pastor, musician, author, Larry Myers, and his wife, author, actress, uh, Nancy Stafford, mm-hmm. as well as authors. You know, they've been writing a lot of yeah, books. Yeah, a lot of books. Yeah, authors, producers, and global media consultants, Phil and Kathleen Cook. So let's just jump in. Welcome, everybody. Hey! Hey! <laughs> Larry and Nancy, Phil and Kathleen, Amy and Cassie, you're all here. Yes! Yeah. Oh, this Happy is New great. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to yes. all, all of you. You know, we were talking about this. We were thinking we've had so many great guests. How are we going to pick? And we thought, well, let's let's say if we were really having a New Year's party, who would we invite? And uh, those people could come. So we <laughs> we just thought, well, you know, you guys are close. We'll grab you guys. So since you asked us five minutes ago, that makes total sense. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. why the late late notice. <laughs> but uh, actually, it was because we just had so much fun with each one of you. And we yes. were telling you how we've got co- even our neighbor next door was saying, I love those ones. Those were really good. So uh, yeah, it's yeah. Uh, great. People to have, have actually stopped me in stores um, and uh, quoted, a paint store, a paint store in particular, <laughs> and uh, quoted things that you have said. So it's been really a blessing. Wow. Uh, yeah. Very kind of you. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. So well, we don't we, like any of you, so you know yeah, we're just yeah. here because we have to be. <laughs> Kathleen, that's, right. that's that's why we're sectioned off by the boxes. That's right. <laughs> Good <laughs> idea. Yeah, COVID helped not put us all in the same room, so yeah. we have to deal yeah. with all that mess, right? <laughs> but literally, we are locally we're somewhat close too, so we, our our lives have interacted multiple ways, multiple times, and for many just, years. For many years, and uh, we have so many different connects. It's really sweet. So I thank the Lord for that. But right off the top, um, we wanted to look back. And this by far has been the craziest, the most unique, most challenging year of our lives. I think we all agree to that, right? Yes. And um, Dan and I were thinking Different. 2020 was a movie. Um, what would that title be? I'll jump right in. Mine would be Home Alone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah totally. Well, Amy and Cassie, let's start with you. What do you guys think? Oh, man. I, I immediately just went to like epic horror film of some kind of like, like nightmare on COVID street or something like that, or, uh, or gone with the virus. I don't know. You know I like that one. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. I kind of mashed together a couple things. Uh, I just, I call it uh, U.S. Down. Oh. U.S. down, yeah. Yeah. like Piper down, U.S. down. Yeah, White House down. You know. White House down, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Phil and Kathleen. Oh, <laughs> well, uh, I, there were so many titles that went through my head. I, I made up my own, and, and I think I made it up because 
I feel like um, this is a time of change like we've never seen, Um, you know, so I don't know. I looked at the title signs and wonders (laughs) what's coming, you know, that we need to get ready for and, um, and Mm -hmm. going from there, just, um, just seeing what God's got. I'm really excited um, Mm -hmm. for what's happened actually, because I think it's, it's woken a lot of people up. So um, it has, yeah. it has, it's, it's a yeah. remarkable so time too. of our life. Yeah. yeah. I remember the film, I, I remember the film that Mel Gibson starred in, in 1982 called the year of living dangerously. And I thought oh. that pretty much covers it. I remember that film. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. yeah, that, yeah. That's a good one. yeah. <laughs> the one that came well, that- to my mind was uh, the return to the planet of the apes. <laughs> oh yeah. Especially, especially on the toilet paper line at the grocery store. Oh my God. You know, that was crazy. Everything. That was like WWW wrestling, yeah. you know. Well, I vacillated between two. One is it's a mad, 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 mad world. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. the 60s. And then the other was a made up name, but it's similar to Kathy, yours. And that was Home for the Holidays. Or no, yours, mm-hmm. I guess it was. Um, yeah. Home for the Holidays. And I'm mm-hmm. thinking, this is a franchise. And in reverse order, it's home for every single holiday. Holiday, yeah, the entire absolutely. Home for Christmas, home for Thanksgiving, home for Halloween, home <laughs> yeah. for Labor Day, home for <laughs> Memorial Day. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah. And my movie was going to be that. Have you seen that movie, The Englishman That Went Up the Hill that Came Down the Mountain? Mm-hmm. Ever seen it? It great is movie. awesome. Great movie. A great little movie. But it's about these map surveyors and they go into this little, well, I don't know, it's Welsh or Scottish or whatever yeah. town it is. And the pride and joy of this town is their mountain. And really, it turns out when they measure it, it's only a hill. So, I mean, the, the schemes that this city goes through, this t- little town goes through to, to really um, add soil <laughs> to build it up to get the surveyors to make. And I felt like going into 2020, um, we all had as- aspirations and only find out that it's, you know, that they're kind of crushed. And, and in the movie, you get to see these people. Um, it brings out the best and worst of them. And uh, so I think for 2020, I've seen, uh, there's been so much calibrating in my spirit um, as I've, uh, you know, responded to everything that's happened in the news, what's in front of us, all the heartache, all the heartbreak. And um, so for me, it's been, like you say, yeah. about, about relationships, about um, having it reveal things to me who I, you know, um, uh, so many deep things about uh, my values and uh, standing standing for Christ and what I want my um, epitaph to be and all those things of legacy. Yeah. So um, anyway, so that for me, that's been um, my heart. Yeah. Well, now we uh, we are uh, safely in 2021, but mm-hmm. uh, you know, looking back and kind of in hindsight at uh, 2020, what was what was your biggest takeaway? Or maybe what was your your biggest surprise, the uh, mm-hmm. unexpected thing that you didn't expect uh, to come? That's why it's unexpected. Uh, Phil, Kathleen, what? I'll start with you guys. Oh, the thing that didn't uh, we didn't expect. Well, you know, most Phil and I travel so much. We'd been in eight mm-hmm. countries. We were scheduled for eight more in the spring, and of course, everything fell apart. And uh, so everything went from putting our tennis shoes on and running through an airport 
support to putting our tennis shoes on and, and running through Zoom. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, yes. You know, we, we work with churches and ministries and entertainment people and media people, helping them use media effectively. And so everyone was online now. And uh, it was a mad, 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 mad world. Maybe that should have been the title I was thinking. <laughs> yeah. but, um, but, you know, I think overall for me, my takeaway for this year has been that um, it's been about relationships and about how precious they are and re-examining and, and understanding that relationships don't necessarily have to be personally with each other, but like what we're doing today, you know, it's these kind of relationships that have resonated with us over years and years and years yes. and that are precious. And so that's been my biggest takeaway is how important um you guys are in our lives oh, and and yes. our families and um, so so that was my biggest takeaway i think yeah. oh my goodness yes i think mine my takeaway was have a plan b um wow. it's, it's it's interesting the number of people in our industry and and i, th I think people working as a career everywhere just have always done the things the way they did them and you know, things yeah. happen in life, things happen in your career, the industry changes, the world is changing. And so having a plan B is absolutely critical. And I noticed the people that were most flexible, the people that were most adaptable mm -hmm. are the people that survived well during this time. And the people that were kind of locked into one way of doing things, they'd always done it this way. Those are the people that really struggled. So I, I, I cannot underestimate the power of having a plan B. I just think that should be in place all the time. Yeah, I, yeah. Think, I think that's that's right. Byrams, what do you think? <laughs> uh, I'm gonna tag on to what Phil said. Uh, if you don't have a plan B, you have to quickly make one up. Mm -hmm. And um, I think that's the case with a lot of people. And, and like Phil said, just the people who can, can really change on a dime are, 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 are you're, you put yourself in a, in a, in a better position. Mm -hmm. uh, I think, I guess the, the main thing that I've learned is just the fragility of what we have come to expect out of our lives and our relationships and just our lifestyles uh, is very, it's very fragile. And um, mm -hmm. so we, we have to be always on guard to not take that for granted. I guess that would be a big, uh, yeah. uh, big takeaway. Mm -hmm. so. Oh, huge. Yeah. Well, 2020 caused me to sort of, my thoughts started to focus on um, a lot about priorities and um, redeeming the time and legacy. And I don't, I don't mean legacy in the sense of, you know, like what kind of big splash am I gonna make? It's about really what kind of an impact am I or are all of we really making within that sphere of influence that God has given all of us and whether it's, it's a, it's how, how are we doing things with our time? And uh, it's not about, um, you know, numbers or anything like that. I mean, it can be how I influence one person or how I influence 1 million. It's not about the numbers. It's about how I'm doing it. So it really caused me to focus on, on that, about the how, not the how many. Yeah. And you've got some great, you talk about legacy, 
meeting grandparents for the first time. Yeah, we're so yeah. excited. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that's been really Ooh. fun. That's for sure. It's, that it's kind of full circle for us because you were on our show when you just heard the news. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. now now we're having you and the uh and you have the baby. Yeah. So, so, yeah. Great. That's so great. And that does, I'm telling you, I think that calibrates and uh all of us, I mean that calibrates you about legacy too because you realize exactly. that this you you want to leave behind um a pathway so they can uh know what the values and who who jesus is and, and what he means and yeah. uh, so right. that's you're right peggy that really deepened those thoughts for us and uh, and i have to tell you that we got our first smile this morning so oh ah, the yeah. best. and then you find out it's just gas <laughs> it counts. That's what we learned. Yeah, yeah. But, but yeah, yeah, to Peggy's point, it still counts. That's just you, honey. That's just you. That's just me. Yeah. I'm talking about me. Why do people say that? Why would anybody smile when they're having gas pains? I mean, I, I don't. I don't get. That. I don't know. Larry, Nancy, what's your takeaway uh, this year? This past year. Um, the beginning of every year, I always ask the Lord to give me one word for the year. Not biblical but it's, it's a, it's a sweet time between the Lord and me. And mm -hmm. it's every year has been exactly what, what I've needed for the year. So this year, thinking nothing of it in January or in last year, I, I strongly got the word trust. And I hated that word because if you get that word, it means you're going to have to exercise it. <laughs> so mm -hmm. I've had that word a couple of years ago when this guy, um, almost died on us, yes. but yes. Um, last then last year was a different word. So suddenly trust comes up again. And don't you know, it's exactly the word we've all needed because as mm -hmm. Phil talked about having a plan B as actor or musician, um, who's really more beholden to productions to employ us. Mm -hmm. And as a speaker, everything shut down. So all my speaking gigs stopped productions paused and shifted and started off to the next year. And suddenly we were really in a position to have to absolutely trust God like never before. Mm -hmm. And so the scripture that really he's given me to kind of hold on to during this reset, where he basically said to me, you, this is the biggest, you're going to face the biggest shaking and it's total chaos, but trust me. And it's Isaiah 42, where he talks about, um, you know, don't, don't be, don't be full of fear. Um, don't be dismayed and discouraged because I'm with you. I will uphold you. I'll strengthen you. I'll uphold you with my righteous right hand. Mm -hmm. And that has really been a huge uh, anchor for me throughout mm -hmm. this whole time. And um, I have to admit that I'm an introvert. So actually this time has been an introvert's dream. <laughs> <laughs> been in this little cocoon and I've been perfectly happy, but yeah. it's caused me to go very deep with relationships and people I love, but also um, deep in my relationship with the Lord too. And entrusting yeah. in a way that I haven't really had to do quite this way. With yeah. Mm. How about you, Larry? Well, we didn't talk about this, but it's very similar. Uh, it's an extension of my health crisis a couple of years ago where I had to, to revert back to or rely on uh, some things I was taught as a young man. And that is that God has an overriding an overarching plan mm -hmm. that, that he's uh, working out. Mm -hmm. And so to achieve some degree of peace for my own self this year, it's, I've had to just go back to that again and again and again. That God has a plan. 
and I, we can trust him, we can rely on him. And so I have repeated that to myself daily and in almost every conversation, one way or another, I've had the opportunity or I felt like I needed to remind people the Lord has a plan. He, he it's, Things are not out of control as far as he's concerned. Yes. Yeah. The world has been through this sort of thing many times before. We're going to make it and we can trust him and rely on him yeah. and we can experience his peace in the midst mm -hmm. of it. Yeah. And we were I, stretched a bit too, even with the, um, uh, we had uh, two sets of fires on our close in to our us canyon, real close. In, in the canyons close mm -hmm. to us we had we had all of our valuables you know right in the garage ready to put in the car mm -hmm. wow yeah and uh, so but, it was an upheaval and so, on so many levels right yeah, yeah. yeah. many levels yeah, yeah. but had to stop yeah. watching the news as much as possible i mean you, <laughs> you know after five minutes you're just your spirit's so agitated well well larry that's that's really what my takeaway is um my takeaway was the kindness of people because you know, I, didn't, I didn't see it reflected on the news or social media. Um, I saw a lot of divisive uh, anger, hatred, uh, name calling, villainy. Well, you should just people. you should just stop following me on social media. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's the bottom line. Yeah. yeah. So so yeah, I, I learned that. I said I said don't watch Phil. But, no but, more. But the kindness I saw reflected in my community. Mm -hmm. Um, I saw neighbors reaching out to elderly neighbors and mm -hmm. saying, are you okay? Can we bring you groceries? Mm -hmm. I saw people in checkout lines at grocery stores saying, thank you for how hard you guys are working. So we, mm -hmm. we have food. You know, so I, I saw a different narrative than uh, much of what the media was telling us. And uh, that, was, that was a wonderful takeaway to see the kindness in the human spirit. Mm -hmm. So that was great. That is great, isn't it? Wasn't it cool how neighbors, you know, because everybody started walking, and yeah, yes. you know, neighbors, you met people that you never met before, and everyone was saying hello to each other. There was just yes. sort of like this desperate need for connection, and it was, it was so heartwarming, and and we just we feel more connected to our neighborhood than we ever have before. Yes. Same here. And to see all little chalk chalk writings of little ones. Yes. Mm -hmm. Blessing yeah. you and, and or or putting scriptures. Um the people sidewalks. got very creative. I have oh. a friend who would would post lovely things, leave chalk up and notes tacked on with I think I need to move to your, I think we need to move <laughs> to, to your neighborhood. neighborhood. <laughs> you know where we yes, live. In our neighborhood they wrote stay away. That's what I was yeah. gonna say. We live in a pretty grouchy neighborhood over here. Everybody yeah. head down. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, yeah. 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 Well, you know, and you learn, had to learn how to be expressive with with a mask. I mean. Oh yeah, I, I remember the first the first time I went to a grocery store. I'm smiling at everybody, and it's like, why is everybody being so so cold to me? You know, I realize you can't see the mask. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I had to be intentional yeah. in, in new and creative ways. Yeah. Oh, my but, but both Peg and I echo what what Kathleen said. Um, we really saw the, or were reminded of the value of friendships, how much we love each of you mm -hmm. and, and our other friends. And that's why life off screen to us has been a gift this year. Absolutely. Bless you. We pray mm -hmm. that it's just a great year ahead and we can't wait to uh, see you physically and give you big hugs and hang out together again. Yes. Look forward to that too. Really, we'll, really, we'll do really, a dinner. Yeah. Oh we'll do a my big gosh. Dinner. Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Bye, Bye everyone. Love you guys. We love you. Thank Love you. you guys.
Take care. And done. Thank you for joining us for Life Off Screen with Dan and Peggy Ruppel. Life Off Screen is produced by Master Media International. Our technical director is Jason Rugg. Please subscribe to the Life Off Screen YouTube channel or subscribe to the Life Off Screen podcast wherever you get your podcasts. We'd love to hear from you. You can leave your comments in the comment section. And to find out more about Master Media, go to mastermedia.com. Thanks again for joining us. Hope to see you next time.